Mic check, one, two. Welcome back to the Hospitality Hacks Pro Show, where we talk about topics in and around culinary arts and hospitality, as well as two interesting people in and around the industry today. Today, uh, we're going to do a part two of episode 17. Episode 17, we're talking about what would I do? What would I do? My name is Tasha, by the way. If we haven't met, hello. Nice to make your acquaintance. Say hello back. Right. What would I do if I was starting a catering business today from scratch at zero shoestring budget? That was episode 17. And uh, we have a new friend who said um, we should do a part two and maybe even a part three. Okay. And so thank you to our friend. Let's see who it was. Let's see who it was. Let's see who it was. Um, Hold on. I can't share too much. You know, I have a tendency to overshare my screen situation. Let me let me let me. Let me clean up my screen. And for those who are just tuning in, have never um, tuned in before, uh, we give you tips, tricks, tidbits, hacks, if you will, um, that can help people in the industry who want to get in the industry. Maybe they're thinking about it. Maybe you're already in, need a little help, need a little guidance, um, or just a friend. You know, I'm here. I'm here. Let's talk about it. What you got going on? All right. So, all right, here we go. Here we go. I was about to show y'all some stuff that y'all didn't need to see. All right. <laughs> So our friend uh, KW, what's up KW? She said, we need part two and three. Here you go. Here it is right here. Kay just started um, a catering business herself. Um, I visited your, your uh, YouTube page, Kay, and I saw the video you're talking about getting started. Congratulations. Okay, congratulations. And uh, if there's any way I could help you, if you want to talk, chat, um, have a concern, something popped up you never thought about before, and let's talk about it. That's what that's what we're here for. So this is episode, I don't know, 25, I want to say. Um, and let me give you just three quick hacks, okay? Hold on, y'all know sometimes the hairs do what they want to do. Let me get this, okay. Um, three quick hacks, here they go. Um, we talked in episode 17 about finding a concentrated group of people, whether that's at a church, a school, barbershop, uh, wherever you can find them, construction site, right? And 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 starting there, starting there, advertising, show them a menu, show them what you can do, and then expanding from there. Okay. Um. So, if I had to say there was a part two, which this is part two, I I would say focus on growing those relationships. So once you make the introduction to that concentrated group of people, um, in episode seventeen we talked about, for example. Um, if I wanted to sell 40 meals, I would find some place that had maybe 60 or 80 people uh, in the vicinity, right? In that group of people to because everybody may not want what you have at the exact moment that you want them to want it, <laughs> right? Um, and so and so, you know, once you make that connection, let's say you make a connection with 40 people, build that, build a relationship, right? Um, Figure out how to get that person's contact information, whether it's uh, a social media handle, a cell phone number so you can text them, um, email address, some way to be able to say, hey, guys, hope you enjoyed the food last week or yesterday or Sunday or whatever. Coming again, right? Coming again. And I'm bringing you ABC123, like what's on the menu, right? Um, it starts with one guest, one customer. That person tells a friend or family member or associate that person sells somebody, that person sells somebody, right? That's how you grow um, your audience. That's how you grow your brand, one, one person at a time, right? So build that relationship. I love QR codes. You can make one for free online. Just Google 
free QR code. You can make a QR code. They can scan it and they can immediately be connected to you. All right. You can use a CRM. Um, it's a lot of ways. It's a lot of ways. But somehow maintain that connection. Somehow don't let them buy from you one time and you never see them again. Talk to them again. Reach out to them again. Maintain that connection. That's the number one thing for part two. OK, number one thing is maintain that connection. Um, number two, this is not the sexy part, y'all, but have a consistent schedule. OK, if you're like, oh, I'm going to do meals every Sunday, Sunday dinner. But then one Sunday is raining. The next Sunday, your toe hurts. The Sunday after that, your kid is sick. Uh, the Sunday after that, you know what I mean? Or then you back. You back for a Sunday or two. Then the next Sunday, your dog's making a funny noise. Right. And then you back on Sunday again. Right. Consistency, guys. Consistency. All right, because once you, you, you're de developing and nurturing those relationships, right, they want to hear from you. They want to eat your food. They want to know that you're going to be there for them consistently, right? I know every time I pass by that McDonald's, that Wendy's, that Chick-fil-A, that Red Lobster, that Outback, that Ruth Chris, right, that Eddie V's, wherever your favorite place is, all right, um, you know what time the light's supposed to be on. You know what time the door is supposed to be open. Very rarely... Does it vary? If ever, right? The managers, the owners, they're going to make sure those doors are open. They're going to make sure those lights are on. Now, they may not have enough people to work the shift, <laughs> but the doors are open. You can go eat, right? Um, so consistency. All right. So number one, build a rapport, build a relationship. Number two, consistent schedule. Here's the third hack. All right. For part two. If I was starting a catering business from scratch, and this also applies to mobile units, guys, okay? Um, and I say mobile unit, people like to say food truck, right? But mobile units could be a, a food cart. It could be a utility trailer that's been transformed into a food service uh, vehicle. It could be a, a bicycle with a basket on the back. It could be a lot of things, right? It could, so so I you'll hear me say mobile unit, but uh, and you'll hear me say food trucks sometimes, those can be and often are used interchangeably, but, right, a mobile unit could be anything. It could be a tent. You're mobile if you have a tent and you drive up with your car, right, and you got food in the trunk or in the back seat. That's, that's mobility, right? Um, so third thing, ask for feedback. Ask for feedback. This is a people business. If you don't like people, get out now. If you don't like people, get out of this business now. Save yourself some heartache. Save yourself some time, energy, and money. I'm save yourself. I'm telling you now. If you're thinking about getting in this business and you're like, eh, I don't really like to talk to people. I don't really like. Eh, I don't want to smile if I'm not happy. I don't want to. You know, get out. I'm just. You might not want to hear it, but I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you. Save yourself. Save yourself because this is a people business, right? Um, people pay the bills. And asking for feedback is very direct, right? How can I be better? What did you like about this meal? What didn't you like about this meal? How can we improve on our service, right? You can ask that through surveys. You can ask it face-to-face. -face. You can ask that through email, through text. Um, it's a lot of ways you can do that, but that's the only way to get better. If somebody is frustrated with something or they don't like something and they just leave and never come back, You've lost them and their friend and their family and their associate who they could have referred you to. But if you ask for that feedback and they're thinking, oh, they're trying. Oh, I'm valued. My opinion is valued. Oh, they want to grow. Right. You might have a second chance if you didn't get it right the first time or even if you wowed them the first time and knocked it out of the park. They know that you care. They know that you care enough to ask. 
right? Ask for feedback on the service. Ask for feedback on the food. Ask for feedback on the prices. Ask for feedback on everything. You ask for so much feedback that they tired of you. Like, I don't want to, that's it. That's all. I don't have anything else to say. The only way you grow, the only way you improve, the only way you get better. Guys, it's not long. It's not complicated. It's not convoluted. It's not tricky. It's very direct and straight to the point. If you can do those three things, that's going to, that's going to level you up to level two, y'all. I'll try to tell you, just showing up with the food is great. But if you're trying to level up, take it to that next level, build those relationships with your customers or your guests. Get on a consistent schedule, especially if you're mobile, especially if you're just starting out. Um, be consistent, okay? And even even with the brick and mortar, sometimes people with brick and mortar restaurants, that's when you walk up to the door, you turn the door, go in. Right. Sometimes they'll post a sign on the door. Oh, closed today for renovations. Closed today for this. Oh, we'll be back on Tuesday because. Of it. Come on. Consistency. Consistency. You got one. You got one time, maybe two. If I love your food to be inconsistent, I'm out. Because when I show up somewhere hungry and ready to eat, now I have to think about oh, where do I go now? Right. Consistency, guys. All right. Asking for feedback and then not only asking for feedback implementing changes in relation to the feedback that's relevant, right? Sometimes people say some crazy stuff. I only want to pay a dollar for filet mignon. Okay, well, not today, okay? But but oftentimes, people will tell you the honest truth, and you can use that feedback to grow, to change. You can implement um, even just by having conversations with your team, even if it's not a drastic menu change, right? It could be the way someone said hello. It could be what a, a customer overheard somebody saying in the kitchen where you thought nobody was listening because you were washing dishes in the dish pit. They can hear. Or that somebody was on their way to the bathroom and noticed something, right? Ask for that feedback consistently also and implement changes around that feedback, guys. Let me know if this was helpful. Let me know if there's anything specific you want to hear about in part three. I don't know when it's coming, but coming soon. Thank you, Kay, for, for suggesting we do a part two. Um, that's part two, y'all. And if you didn't watch part one, um, find it somewhere. It's a link. It's a square. Click it. Watch it. Episode 17. I'll talk to y'all soon. Thank you for listening and watching Hospitality Hacks Pro Show today. I'll see y'all next week. We out.